Welcome to the Innovate CT Podcast. All right, well, welcome everyone. Uh, Nick Wagner, Sr., uh, happy to be here for another Innovate Connecticut podcast. And I'm in a very unique setting right now. So usually I do these like in front of a computer with, with people uh, or they're in their office. But today I'm with Ellen Griesedick and Mimi Madden at the American Mural Project in Winstead, Connecticut. So ladies, thank you for having me. And um, so Ellen, you are the founder of the American Mural Project. So I want to start with what is the American Mural Project? Because my listeners, who are predominantly teachers and educators and everyone in the education space in Connecticut, I think need to know about this location. So share with them what what is the American Mural Project? Well, except for kids, I think your listeners are my greatest audience. I love... Uh, talking to teachers, letting them know about what we call AMP here, American Mural Project. Um, uh, This project really started 22 years ago um, and it, it, something grows and naturally uh, continues to um, have more purpose as it goes along, but my original idea was to create a piece that was huge when I say huge, this thing is five stories high and 120 feet long. It's in a building in Winstead. It's made out of all different materials, but the, the, the real point of all of this is a tribute to everybody who works in this country. Uh, and that happened as a result of two things. One, our kids were growing up, and I don't want to say this too much anymore because they're on me now, clueless about work going on around them. And I felt... I would come home from the West Side Highway where I'd been working on a painting, the guys doing the extension on the highway, and they're like family. You you live with them, you're with them. You you. I learned how to graft old steel to new, and I'm up on those beams 200 feet up, you know, and walking around with them up there. They're artists. They're incredible at what they're doing. And people have no idea, but mostly kids, are they looking around? And it, it, even if you don't take anything that epic, just a roofer, a farmer, and I don't say just, they're hugely important people. And it's all going by these guys. And our kids are amazing. Uh, John and Judy, uh, I, I couldn't ask for more alert, aware, sharp kids. But because of the way the world is, they were consumed with their homework or with what they're doing with their friends. And it was like, they had lost touch with all the things that are done for their benefit. It just seemed, how can we change this? I mean, I felt like we were giving our kids everything we possibly could, but they were out to lunch on all this. At the same time, I was out at Boeing and I was doing a painting of the fabrication of 747. And if you're in that building, they claim it's the largest building in the world. People ride to their workstations on bikes. And I was there on the day when Bob Sutterberg and his team of six guys put engines on 747s. And in 20 minutes, this thing, when chains comes across the ceiling and you're looking at these guys and they're all on it and boom, 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 boom. 20 minutes later, the engine's on, you know? And it made me a little, little, uh... Leary coming home, looking out the window of the plane and looking at that engine. <laughs> like, wow, that was, that was I quick. I was on this one. But it, the, the main thing is you're going, oh, my God, how in the world do I paint this? How do I paint it? They're up there 30 feet in the air, these guys, doing this thing. 
And, you know, when I came down, Bob came down at one point during the day and because I'm with all the PR people are going, they said to me, oh, we'd like you to meet Bob Sutterberg. And uh, so Bob and I were talking. I said, Bob, you know, a, a great job. And he goes, well, I'm the only guy here who does it. I said, what if you're sick? And he goes, they don't put engines on. I mean, this was so important that a human being was there with his crew and it did not happen without him. So what's happening is I come back to the studio and cannot figure out how to make this painting big enough to express the experience of seeing that. At the same time, my clueless kids, oh, please forgive me, John Judy, um, are on my mind. And I'm going, you know, it would be great if I made something so big, you just couldn't miss it. You have to look at and it. And you felt no it. No matter how you're walking through life, a kid or adult, you can't miss this. So I went into Sam, my husband, who's done everything. He's an amazing guy. And I said, wouldn't it be great if I just combined all the working places I've been into one giant painting? Tribute to workers in this country. And he goes, you're absolutely crazy. Go back and rethink that. And, you know, because, it, you know, I know what he was thinking. We're going to be living in a motor home. And, you know, I mean, she's going to really actually try to do this. And so I came back a little later and I went, I got an idea. I'll just do a study because a study could fit in my, you know, that's like 12 feet long. Right. You know, that's easy. Far, yeah, yeah. No problem. And I spent a year on that. And Sam felt sooner along the way, you know, I'd cool down. And maybe be happy with a study and put that up for something. And of course, I've, history says 22 years later, no. <laughs> but we're also not living in a trailer. So there's plenty of good news on that. Yeah, no. And um, our kids are definitely not clueless. Judy redesigned our website when she was uh, at RISD. Uh, John, before Mimi came along to actually be a person outside of family to help us with all the development on this project. John did a, most of our grants, wrote all, it represented everything. He is an English major. He do not put a passive sentence in a grant. And so, you know, you've got this wonderful family start and then like the farmer in the Dell, wife picks a child, child picks all the way down to the cheese. Every single person that's working on this is over enthused, underpaid, and I don't know what I'd do without them. So the thing has grown into where we are now with the mural in there, almost completed. And we're looking at a future with a visitor center and kids coming to all our programs the way they already are. But our big idea here is how much impact can we have on kids physically at the site and across the country? How do we achieve all the things that we're that I set out to do for John and Judy for as many kids as we can reach. Yeah, and to give and to give people perspective. So we're sitting outside outside of your building. You mentioned it's the mural, which is the, the really like the that was the original dream. It's five stories, five stories tall. Mm -hmm. So it's massive, 120 feet long, mm -hmm. and it's a collection and we'll, we're going to we're going to link to your website so people will be able to go check out AMP uh, online right. Right. and people can check it out and, and see more, but it's a collection of all the all the people that you've painted over the years, all different, you know, all different types of careers and jobs in one in one view. Yeah, I think the important thing, if you're going to make this really um, have the uh, resonate as an artist now, now we're talking the art side of this, 
I think you, you have to know these guys. I'm, I met Bob Sutterberg. When I'm painting him, I know what I want to communicate about that guy and his team. If I'm painting Scott the farmer or Nina milking the cow or creating a ceramic piece, I have to know her. I have to know what she does every day. I have to be able to communicate that to a person, anyone who walks in here, especially kids. And if you've been out with Manly Dowdy on his fishing boat, The Pursuit, and it's January and there's ice on the rigging and you are sh moving like sick as a dog, but they're all out there throwing <laughs> nets out and yucking it up and everything. You go, I will never again eat a piece of fish without huge admiration for what Manly does. And now I can communicate that. I know what Manly, I, knew, I know who he is. And I think that is what's helping this thing because Edwin Raymond is the most wonderful policeman I've ever met. He's a New York City cop, and he's been suing the New York Police Department for discrimination. I don't know where that suit is. I, I, I know a commissioner's resigned, and I know he's running for city council. The guy is, if you meet Edwin, you never forget it. You know? And every single person on that mural I know, and they're all heroes. So that means that if I can communicate that, and that means we, because now we've got a team of people who are trying to say, how do we bring Edwin alive for everybody? How do we, we have special pieces we're working on? So these things are all important. And, and, and we're trying to teachers here, so I don't have to, to convince any good teacher of the merits of bringing alive an experience for kids. That is where, that's where they walk out going, there's something here, that is, is is having an effect on me. I am starting to think of possibilities. Yeah, no, I love I love that word, and I think that I think possibilities is a really important word when it comes to careers, mm -hmm. because I think we can't expose kids to careers in high school. We need to expose kids to careers much earlier than high school, because that way they they, they begin to wonder what is. Because I think a lot a lot of research has shown by the time they get to middle school, a lot of them already made up in their minds what they want to do when they grow up. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I, I don't think it should be that way. Right? I think we should be trying to give kids as many options as possible. So I love that you're showing such a diversity of careers with with the mural. But I want to, I want to. You, you mentioned some of the other programs you have here, right? So it's the mural is this. It's the centerpiece, right? And everything, everything kind of revolves around that. And that's, I think, that's why you walk in, you're just in awe. But tell us about some of the programming that you're putting aside, you know, alongside the mural for kids and what, what that involves too, because you have a lot of stuff that a lot of my listeners probably have never even realized you have for, for students here. Well, you know, I think one of the things, the, the mural, after all, is a spin-off to all the things that we want to achieve here. I mean, it's, it, yeah, I've got to make it drop dead great art that is resting enough that pulls you in. That's my job. Hopefully I'm doing that. But after that, I've got to get people in here who know more than I do, even though I've worked with teachers all over the country because we've done these collaborative projects with uh, now 17 states and we've worked with 15,000 kids across the country. And there's nothing finer than being in the room with a great teacher. You know things are happening for these kids. So what you're doing now, if you're gonna, if you're gonna try to create that here, you have to get those same great teachers. And uh, Mimi can speak to this far better than I can, but through a 
what we now call staff, which we never had, to we now have seven staff members. And that it, 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 Mimi brought in a gal who's a friend of hers. Mimi is the ultimate connector. She knows everybody and I, I can't go anywhere with Mimi because she will, someone will walk in while we're having coffee and talking about something. Oh, we sang together at this thing or something. I'm like, oh, here we go again. So, but what she, when she brought Michelle in, who is our education director, yeah, Michelle, you can say, was not, was not the education director. And, but Mimi had a sense for, she'd find a place here. Well, she's I amazing. She's she, amazing. Yeah. And I was going to say too that, you know, Whereas you can look at this as giving kids and any visitor a, a picture of all the different kinds of importance of all the jobs and careers. What I love is all of the programs we have with kids give kids a work experience that translates into whatever they want to choose in their future. But they have opportunity to collaborate, to initiate ideas, to feel amazing because they came up with something, they're given the chance to develop a project and get the other kids and, you know, working together, um, the ownership, the sense of ownership. So all of that kind of new confidence and self-reliance, that just stays with them. It's And it's why, I think what I've loved over the years is to see the magnetism of this. People, a lot of people can't even tell you what the mission is when they leave. It's like, oh, what can I do? I wanna be involved. I wanna bring my kids here. I wanna bring my class here. Um, so it is a contagious thing because it's really true. Like I was saying to you earlier, Nick, that we spend 90% of our waking hours doing some kind of work. And we need more of a continuum into real work. Like this is an opportunity for kids to really actually do real work alongside adults who are excited and want to include them. Um, and so that's kind of at the heart. We have a lot of different programs. We have ones of create at AMP and grow at AMP, you know, the summer programs. We have outdoor design and build, and you were just up to see that amazing outdoor kind of play workspace the kids have created themselves. Um, we have, for older kids, we have um, digital story work where they're doing their own video and interview and producing amazing pieces. Um, and then we have after school and we have in-school programs, but all at the core is that theme of sort of waking up to the wonder of work and kind of thinking about their own stories of work, like what could their story be? Um, how, you know, what do they love about their family work experiences and, and their community? So I think that's really what ties it together. And, 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 and if people want to find out more about any of the programs, it's all on the website. Yes, it is. All on the website. Yep. One of the things, Mimi was bringing up such a good point because I think one of the marvelous things about this is being able to reach kids in a way, get them attached to something get them thinking about possibilities and they're not thinking about this as work they're thinking yeah. about it as fun and i like doing this and hey i'm kind of good at this now they start asking what else am i good at and you're off we don't need to train kids weld or do you know a lot of them are learning this, this jane has been three years on our <laughs> on our build project outside. She walks around with a tool belt and she can peg a chair without a nail. I mean, these kids are learning and they are serious about it and they don't want to mess around with everything. They just get totally involved, you know? But they look at it as, I can't wait to get back. I can't wait to do it again. What more could you say to a kid is, when you're looking for something you want to do in your life, ask that first. It's gotta be something you love to do when you're not hurting anybody and you got it. 
So that's kind of our job. No, I, I, I love it. And I, I think the fact that you're, when, the, when you have the kids come here, it's about creating something, but they don't even know what it is when they get here, mm -hmm. which I really love. And, and it, it lets them use their creativity. And I love the focus on, on careers, right? And, and just the idea of, to your point, Mimi, how much, how much you work in your lifetime. Well, if you can do something that you love, that you're good at, work's gonna be a lot more fun. Than if you then if you do something you're not you're not good at or that you don't don't want to go to work every day. So, so so I want to I want to just ask the question around for 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 educators. Are you you know I know you're in the process of getting set up to be fully operational in spring of 2022. At what point are you allowing like field trips and and full like classroom experiences with students in in the building well i think uh, maybe would agree with this uh, we've been obviously covid stopped us because we couldn't have in present field trips uh we're open again we're doing it they are our, our, our camps are full this summer i mean parents are thrilled but i think that you know we, i think you and i nick talked about it down in the building a little bit there is no reason why every kid in every school middle school especially high school shouldn't have a field trip here spend the day here we worked for seven years with a great teacher down in Fairfield who just would not leave me alone and she and her principal came and I finally thought well I'll just get rid of him and then that'll be that I'll be polite and everything this was early 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 on and Kathy would not give up and she and Dale the principal came and we I said all right when they left Sam said to me, how'd that go? I said, well, I'm going down there for an, you know, I'm gonna do an artist thing. And seven years later, we were still doing projects with their graduating class. They have done more here than any other school, but these kids look forward to it. It's their rite of passage into high school, which is to go to AMP for the day and do a project. That's awesome. You know, and I, I don't see why every kid can't do that. We, we're certainly ready for it. Yeah. And it's only a matter of the, really the thing that keeps it you know is this the usual old thing of funding you know you want to get buses yeah. you want to get uh, these kids here and we've been limited just in our capacity but we will be doing a lot more field trips and school programs i also want to mention that we've already been doing some wonderful workshops professional development for teachers and recognizing that teachers themselves need to be kind of nourished mm -hmm. and have the chance to connect and collaborate together we were just talking about how that doesn't happen enough um, and even a great organization your teachers who are listening should know about Fund for Teachers. Um, wonderful uh, national program, but the Connecticut one, funding teachers for their own uh, life experiences that, that they can you know, put in proposals and then uh, bring it back to their classroom to enrich their classroom. So we've hosted them last year. We're gonna have them again before long. So uh, we are all about the programs, the outreach to, to schools coming here. And, and we always make it a collaboration with the schools or the teachers. You know, we don't come in with a, a stamped program. We have our kind of our approach, right. but um, it's, a, it's always a work in progress. It's no different than what we're saying to kids, which is you want to talk to the teachers and you want to say, what do you see as most beneficial if you're coming here for, for your class, your group? Mm -hmm because we're gonna learn a lot and they're gonna get what they hope is the best out of what's happening. If you say to a kid, we're doing X today, you don't tell them fill in the little yellow triangle. How, how creative is that? There is no creativity to that. And our son John, for the first time, 
you know, when we were first doing these things, said to me, Mom, whatever you do, do not tell the kid what to do. <laughs> and I went, oh, thank God, yes, no way. But these kids come in, and when they say, hey, can I do this? You say, well, what do you think about that? Now they have to think. They own it. Right. Not us. We're not telling them. And to me, that is key. That these guys walk out of there having made their own decisions about their piece, and this is what they're contributing and creating, and this is what makes it work. You know, using their head. Yeah, and they, and they and they had a, it was an experiential learning, you know, activity where they built something, which yes. is it's it's I think kids really feel like uh, the the power of building. Absolutely. And, and, and yeah. so, ladies, this was amazing. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, again, we're gonna we're gonna link to your website so everyone can go check out American Mural Project and learn more and get in touch with you if they have questions or want to come visit or do a field trip or or, or work with either of you on, on anything going on with it. And then we're, we're expecting a full, like, launch or grand opening in spring of 2022. That's the target date at this point. At this point. At this point. I, I caveat it. At this point. <laughs> we're actually publicizing that so we're <laughs> it's scary i've got a crew here who are going come on come on we gotta, go. we gotta get this oh, done little, yes, you know, yes. so it's it's fun we but have no th thank you so much i think i think educators around the state are going to love to hear about this and wait. uh we hopefully know. some people get in touch with you so Beautiful. thanks for making yeah. time thank you yeah. Yeah. thanks okay. if you would like to get involved with innovate ct please visit our website at www.innovatect.org there you can find links to our social media we currently are active on twitter Facebook, and Instagram, and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.